This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. You're listening to From the Top, where outstanding young musicians come to play. I'm your host, Peter Dugan, and what a sublime way to start the show. You heard the sensitive 15-year-old pianist Suk Young Hong from Seoul, Korea, perform the prelude in G major by Sergei Rachmaninoff. And it may be a bit surprising for you to learn that he performed that tranquil piece in a highly competitive context. He performed that as a competitor at the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival, in Dallas, Texas. Today is our second program coming from the Clyburn Junior Competition. 
Last week, we shared performances by quarterfinalists, and this week we're meeting the semifinalists, and we'll go on to hear music from the final round when the players collaborate with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra, and we'll find out, of course, who wins. Sukyung, who you just heard, is one of our semifinalists, and if you follow along carefully as we hear other performers, you can try to guess whether he or some other player made it to the finals. So let's meet him. I'm Sukyung Hong. I'm from South Korea. I'm born in South Korea. Uh, I'm 15. I'm sophomore in high school. And you're studying here in the U.S. now? Yeah, I'm in Boston. I'm going to a boarding high school called Walnut Hill School for the Arts. Did any of your family come with you to Boston or no? Oh, so I've been studying in Boston for one and a half year. And Uh for the first semester... I was living mm-hmm. in a house with my mom, being a day student. But rest of the year was my boarding school year. So I was living in a dorm while my family was all in Korea. Right. What's that like? I mean, is it hard having your family halfway across the world? Uh, it was hard at first, I would say, definitely. I cried a lot. I heard that my mom was crying a lot, too. Yeah. Maybe she does. um, She still do. But I I, I don't know. Now I'm quite used to it, and I like making friends here. One of the great things about music is that it can be a way to make friends. And from what I understand, um, you've become a lover of chamber music, which is something I love, too. Tell me about your experience with chamber music and why that's become a passion of yours. Um, I like to work with others together because like, we tend to be alone in the practice room, just playing our own yeah. pieces. Yeah. And specifically, I like how other instruments are inspiration of piano sound. For example, in Haydn Sonata, we say like every phrase and every element of the piece is based on different instruments. So I like to hear sound of other instruments. Yeah, I agree. And the more that you play with these different instruments, the more colors become available to you at the piano because you really can intimately understand what does it mean to imitate the sound of an oboe or the sound of, you know, a cello section. I'm glad, glad that you're doing that. Well, Sukyung, um, congratulations on making it through to the semifinals. That's huge. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you're feeling right now and what's going through your head as you think about today. Mm. First of all, after the preliminary round, we had four Korean people, and all three of them except me was eliminated. So I, mm-hmm. I have some kind of pressure right now. That, like, uh, I'm the only person who went through all of them while they did really, really, really well, of course. Right. But there also must be, I know you said you feel pressure, but there also must be some pride there, too. Like, you're representing your country. You're representing South Korea. Like, how does that make you feel? Mm, it kind of also gives me pressure. But, <laughs> yeah, there's... Some, like, 1% pride in there. Yeah, good, good. Well, 1% pride, I think let's try to get that even higher because you should be really, really proud. You've accomplished so much already. Sukyung, thanks for spending time to chat with us today. Congratulations and best of luck. Thank you so much. Sukyung Hong, 15 years old, from Seoul, Korea. Today's special From the Top brings you performances by the semifinalists and the finalists competing at the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition. Emphasis on the word international, because kids come from all over the world to Dallas, Texas, where it takes place, aiming for that top prize. The next semifinalist we'll meet comes from Japan. He's 17, and his name is Modan Oyama. We're going to hear him play the sonata in A major by Domenico Scarlatti. Here's what he said about his approach. With Scarlatti, I just love how rhythmical it is. And compared to other Baroque music, it actually has more leaps and jumps back and forth, and that makes it such a fun piece, I think. 
17-year-old Modan Oyama from Japan gave us that exhilarating performance of music of Domenico Scarlatti, the piano sonata in E-flat major. It was part of his semifinal round at the Clyburn International Junior Competition in Dallas, Texas. We're covering the final rounds of the competition today, so I wanted to learn firsthand how the jury chooses who advances and who does not. One of the members of that jury is concert pianist Roberto Plano. Roberto is a major competition winner himself, and in fact, in 2005, he was a finalist at the Clyburn's famous competition for early career pros, so he really knows the scene. I sat down with him during one of his breaks as a jurist at the competition. Roberto Plano, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me today. Oh, thanks to you for inviting me. It's a great pleasure for me to be here. And then the great pleasure to hear this this young, incredible, incredible, just incredible talents that I that we're listening yes. to. Would you briefly go over the rules for jurists here at the Clyburn Junior? Talk about the process. Uh-huh. You know, it's very interesting because, um, of course, everything is extremely um, clear. Uh, there's no discussion. Mm-hmm. There are votes. Mm-hmm. I cannot say probably, I cannot say how we vote. Um, but, right, right. But, but but that's important, I think, for people to understand. That yeah. It's not a bunch of people yelling at each other. Oh, in the my room. God. They, I want this person to win. I want no, that person to win. No, absolutely not. Everything is yeah. the result of our votes. Of course, we don't know how our colleagues vote. We're not supposed to speak, not mm-hmm. even when we are in private occasion. And I have to say, we're never speaking about the competitors because that's what the, the director of the competitions asked us. Of course, I cannot wait for this to be over so that I can speak <laughs> with my colleagues and, and share, yeah. you know, share personal feelings. But this will be done right after we will announce the results. Right, right. And then once it's over, is there an opportunity for the competitors to get feedback from the jury? This is actually already going on. So this is happening right now. Part of the jury is uh, speaking with some of the competitors uh, that have been eliminated. So you do this with the competitors that don't make it to the finals. So uh, I will be doing this tomorrow with uh, some of the competitors that have been eliminated. And I cannot wait for that as well because I'm full of notes. I want to share them with them. And -hmm. I think that this is one of the most valuable things that can happen in a competition. I absolutely agree. And having been in the position of someone who didn't always advance to the next round, Mm But I mean that and me, me too, opportunity of to course. get me too. Yeah, of course, I mean, I've been there. Uh, we've all been. There. We've all we've been all there. been there. Yeah. And the opportunity to get feedback from judges is not only helpful because it sh- shows you how you can improve, but also just to hear someone yeah. tell you, yeah, um, the way you played this, that, or the other thing was truly beautiful. Exactly, it can be so validating. Absolutely. So the the the, yeah. um, the job of the judge is to recognize all of those get good elements, and even if they don't advance, to tell them the positive and the negative aspects that you feel. Right, Yeah. right, right. The competitors here are very young. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen some 13-year-olds. Uh-huh. Um, do you ever worry that competitions at this age can be mm-hmm. harmful? Well, so uh, th- this, is, this is a responsibility of the teacher, I think, and of the mm-hmm. parents, of course, everything that surrounds such a young competitor is extremely important. And and th- the main thing uh, for for this young performance is to think that this is a way for them to expose what they did, what they learned, but mm-hmm. not to think that they are done if they win, for instance, or or if that they're not suitable for this career if they don't advance. This is too mm-hmm. early to tell. Yeah. And I think I think the Clyburn in general does a good job of not assigning too much weight no, within exactly. this junior competition. No, no. The purpose of this, I think, is to let them have possibilities to perform. For us, performing at a young age is extremely important because you learn so much. It was extremely important for me to get to 19, 18, 19, and fail the first international competitions. Mm-hmm. And then continue to improve and get to 22, 23 when I started having results. Right, yeah. right. Yep, it's all part of the process. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for taking time to chat with me today. Thank you so much to you.
concert pianist and pedagogue Roberto Plano, who's serving as a member of the jury at the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival. Support for NPR comes from this station and from the Massachusetts Cultural Council, a state agency connecting young people with the arts in schools and in their communities. Learn more at massculturalcouncil.org. From the Doris Duke Foundation, which aims to support the well-being of people and the planet for a more creative, equitable, and sustainable future. And from the William T. Grant Foundation, supporting research to improve the lives of young people at wtgrantfdn.org. Pianist Peter Dugan here, and I hope you're keeping track of the semifinalist competitors on today's special show from the Clyburn Junior Piano Competition, because after you hear the next performance, I'm going to ask you to guess who advanced to the finals, and then, of course, I'll let you know if you're right. So now we're going to hear from 16-year-old Jan Schulmeister, our next semifinalist. Jan comes from Czechia, or the Czech Republic, and here he is performing The Sunken Cathedral by Claude Debussy. It's one of Debussy's most evocative preludes, and Jan did a fantastic job depicting this watery scene and the epic emergence of this mystical cathedral, and then finally the sinking as it returns beneath the waves.
The Sunken Cathedral by Claude W.C., performed by 16-year-old Jan Schulmeister. Okay, today we've heard three performances by semifinalists of the Clyburn competition. The first by Suk Young Hong from Korea, then Modan Oyama from Japan, and now by Jan Schulmeister from Czechia. Now, two of those performers advanced to the finals, and one did not. Do you know which two advanced? Well, Jan Schulmeister was one of them. Okay, Jan, congratulations. Thank uh, this you. This is a huge accomplishment that you've advanced to the final round here at the Clyburn. How are you feeling right now? Well, I'm feeling so extremely happy and honored that I have the opportunity to take a part uh, in a final of such a great competition, probably one of the greatest in the world. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so extremely happy. <laughs> Good. Jan, I have to tell you, I've been enjoying your performances so much throughout oh. this competition. Thank you. When you play, you have a, a remarkable ability to cushion the sound, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even when it's massive and, yes, yes. and very loud. I feel that you provide this, this pillow to, to prevent the sound from getting harsh or oh. uh, you know, <laughs> caustic. Yes, yes. Is it something you've, you think about or something you've worked on? Uh, it's a little bit hard to express, but uh, I I think the most uh, interesting or most necessary thing is to absolutely don't attack the piano, but just mm-hmm. uh, just make uh, the sound uh, wide and and large from from the upper uh, upper part of body and uh, don't mm-hmm. don't attack it <laughs> like like yeah, with both. Yeah. So I think yeah exactly. And yes. even as you say that, I'm I'm watching you like yeah, I see your shoulders dropping and your arms kind of expanding, almost like you're reaching out to give a big bear hug. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, great. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about your background because mm-hmm. you come from six generations mm-hmm. of yes. musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about that. I think it's uh, one 150 years old tradition. And uh, uh-huh. my grand-grand-grandfather, the founder of this musical musical row, uh, was the closest friend with uh, well-known Czech composer Antonín Dvořák. So uh, really, it, yeah. So that connection wow. was was there. So yeah, my dad is uh, also a musician, violinist uh, in uh, Wehan Quartet. His name is also Jan, I believe. <laughs> yes, um, yes. What do you admire about your dad as a musician? I admire uh, such a, such great sound what he can make on violin. He's a wonderful mm-hmm. singer of violin, great musician. So, and my mom too. Oh, and yeah. your your mom is a pianist, right? Yeah, my mom is a pianist. Yeah, she's uh, part of uh, Petrov Piano Trio. Uh, she plays uh, also with uh, my dad in this trio and with a colleague. So yeah, uh, I really so appreciate uh, both my parents because they are wonderful and great musicians. So yeah, 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 yeah you're lucky. <laughs> You you're here at the Clyburn. Is this your first time in the United States? Yeah, it's it's my first time in the United States. Yeah. Well, welcome. Tell me about the Clyburn, mm-hmm. sort of the, the, the atmosphere yes. among your peers. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I must truly say that the atmosphere is so fantastic and probably one of the greatest uh, atmospheres on every co- uh, on the competition I ever was. Really, um, mm. it's so kind here and uh, everybody is so friend- friendly. So, yeah. I'm really enjoying it here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, you yeah. seem you seem very very happy, and it yeah. seems like yeah. everyone we've talked to it seems like they're having yes. a great time. So, yes, yes. So That's this true. is what we like to see. <laughs> um, Jan, thank you for chatting with me today, and congratulations on your successes here, and okay. all the best as the as the competition continues. Good luck. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, Jan Schulmeister proceeded to the finals of the Clyburn competition as did Suk Young Hong, who opened today's program with that sublime Rachmaninoff prelude. Were your predictions in line with what the jury thought? Hmm, I wonder. Anyhow, we have to take a break now, but hold on because we've got two smashing performances from the final round coming up. Concertos, the young pianists play with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. And of course, you gotta find out who wins first prize. So I'll be back in a sec. Do you want to get a behind-the-scenes look at the making of From the Top? This season, From the Top is recording in studios around the country. We'll be visiting New York, Boston, Austin, Minneapolis, Los Angeles, and Philadelphia. And we're giving some lucky folks guest passes to watch our recording sessions in action. 
Visit fromthetop.org slash guest to sign up and learn more. Support for NPR comes from this station and from the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism, offering visitors information about the arts, culture, and history of Boston. The journey begins at visitma.com. From BritBox with Payback, a new original crime thriller from the creator of Line of Duty and Bodyguard, starring Grantchester's Morven Christie and Ozark's Peter Mullen, streaming at BritBox.com NPR. And from the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation at MacFound.org. You're listening to From the Top, where outstanding young musicians come to play. I'm your host, pianist Peter Dugan, and we've come to the final round of the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival. All show long, we've been featuring performances at this incredible gathering, and I want to give a special thank you to Susan and Gerald Slavitt for helping to make my appearance today possible. The competitors at the Clyburn Junior Competition, of course, want to win, But the staff is entirely focused on making the experience upbeat, fun, and warm for everybody. And I got to say, they really pull it off. In fact, it seems more like a two-week camp. It's a competition and festival. And all the kids stay in dorms together. There's a whole group of players who are not officially competing and who are just enjoying the activities and giving their own performances. And everybody who doesn't advance in the competition sticks around. And they remain totally engaged with a full schedule of masterclasses. They have informal, candid artist talks to find out what a life in music is like these days. And of course, they have days off just to have fun together. But to get the real scoop on the offstage scene at the Clyburn Jr., I'd have to enlist a spy. So I asked 13-year-old Sinran Shi to become From the Top's roving reporter for a day. You see, I knew I could trust Sinran because she was on our show last year and was at the Clyburn Jr. as a non-competing festival participant. Here's the piece she recorded with us from the dining hall. Hi. Hi. I'm from NPR's From the Top. and <laughs> Sorry. So I'm going to be asking you a few questions, and you're going to answer me as fast as you can. First thing that pops up to your head, okay? Okay, good. Okay. Good. Okay. So first question, favorite living pianist? Uh, Kissin, Evgeny Kissin. Rubenstein or Zimmerman? Uh, Trifonov. Carl Vine? Living pianist. Um, Lugansky. Okay. I love Lugansky, too. Favorite dead pianist? Horowitz. Horowitz. Uh, Horowitz. List. Rachmanov? Like, uh, is he dead? Yes. Yes, he is. Just making sure. Piece of classical music you've listened to more times than any other and why? Uh, Chopin Concerto 2 or Tchaikovsky Concerto 1, because they're both my favorite concertos. Uh, Schumann's David Bandelitans. Very amazing piece and very long. There's this piece by Rachmanov called Vocalese. I listen to that a lot. It's really pretty. Mm, Rachmaninov 2 and 3, I listened on CD uh, mm-hmm. every night when I was 5 to 8 years. So, so I slept with the music. And uh, of course, because it's the most beautiful piano concerto I know. Most overrated composer or piece? Mozart. Mozart. Bach, Prelude and Fugue, the first one. I think it's playing too much and I hate it. Might be controversial, but Liz Lancampanella. Um, for Elise, Beethoven. Pachelbel's Canindy. Top three reasons why the piano is the best instrument. It's very big. It's big, it has a beautiful sound, and there's 88 keys. You sit, and it's elegant. It's more elegant than any other instrument. You can play whatever you want, actually. So it can, like, mirror an entire orchestra, basically, instead of just having one melodic line. Top three reasons why the piano is the worst instrument. One, it has too many notes. Two, you can never look at the score. And three, um, too much repertoire. 
It takes a lot of time to memorize pieces. It's a lonely instrument. You need big hands, uh, and you need to be tall enough to reach the pedals, and it's also not portable. It's because it's super big and you can't move it anywhere. Second is because pianos like are really inconsistent, and so you have to actually like try pianos all over the place. And the worst reason is because, ooh, I have like like a couple of candidates for worst reason. Pianos are always frustrating because you can't maintain the sound on them. I <laughs> like. feel you. I feel you, bro. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> Best snack to eat to keep you going in the practice room. Mmm, girl, I love Oreos. But I usually eat bananas. Okay. M&M's. I love M&M's too. Fruit, apples. I love apples too. <laughs> um, water. I love water too, guys. <laughs> okay, last question. You can elaborate a bit more on this, okay? So, what is your favorite piano piece and what recording or video of it should I listen to? Um, one of my favorites is uh, Chassenage by Liszt, Transcendental Dude number 12, and you should listen to Trifonov. Because he plays it, he played all the etudes in one concert, and the last one, you know, he's almost dead because he played all of them, and still he plays it like you feel the music with him. I think I've watched that video performance on yeah. YouTube. I think you guys should listen to it. It's yeah. really amazing. Yeah, the, the, the last last tone is like playing it, and it's like so quiet in the hall, and everybody's like, what? Yeah, I was also like, what, when I heard that. <laughs>
Yifan Wu, just 14 years old, and from Shanghai, China, performed the sublime second movement from the first piano concerto of Frédéric Chopin. That fabulous orchestral sound was the Dallas Symphony Orchestra with Valentina Pileggi at the podium. Honestly, it's just so hard to believe that mature and deep performance came from a 14-year-old. Okay, folks, you've heard all three finalists today from the 2023 Clyburn International Junior Competition and Festival. There was Yifan Wu from China. Suk Young Hong from South Korea. Schulmeister from the Czech Republic. So now, who won? Well, here's what it sounded like at the event itself. And the Bernice Gressman Meyerson First Prize comes with a cash award of $15,000. And the first prize goes to Suk Jung Hong. Fifteen-year-old Suk Young Hong from South Korea took the first prize, which I consider both a win for his native South Korea, but also for From the Top's hometown of Boston, where he now lives and studies. So a massive bravo to Suk Young. And we're going to go out today listening to an excerpt from his spectacular final performance at the Clyburn with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. But before we say goodbye, I want to thank all of the young pianists we've met today and thank you for listening. I'm pianist Peter Dugan. Please join me next week, and we'll take it from the top. And now, an excerpt from 15-year-old Suk Young Hong's triumphant performance of Sergei Rachmaninoff's Rhapsody on a Theme of Paganini with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra under the baton of Valentina Pileggi. <laughs> Thank you.
From the top, thanks the staff and leadership of the Clyburn International Junior Piano Competition and Festival, especially Jacques Marquis, Sandra Doan, Maggie Estes, Jeffrey Ryder, and Garrett Owen. Thanks to Yu Cal, Kumi Wright, Stephen Sway, and Frederick Beresford Banker for translation help, and to Scott Probst for engineering the music performances on today's program. From the Top is produced by Megan Swan and Tim Banker, with editing and mastering by Rodrigo Cuenca. Our production manager is Amanda Roth. From the Top's executive director is Gretchen Nielsen. From the Top is an independent nonprofit organization based in Boston. If you'd like to appear on our program, apply online at fromthetop.org. From the Top is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Support for NPR comes from this station and from the Jack Kent Cooke Foundation, providing scholarships to high-achieving students with financial need, jkcf.org. From Dignity Memorial, dedicated to celebrating each life with compassion and attention to detail, they help to plan life celebrations now so families don't have to later. Learn more at dignitymemorial.com. And from the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing transformative youth and criminal justice reforms. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You know, while From the Top is distributed by NPR, it isn't owned by NPR. It's an independent nonprofit, and so we have to do our own fundraising to make it happen. Please consider making a donation to our ongoing entertainment and education programs at fromthetop.org. These days, news comes at you fast. But the truth? Getting there takes time. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Embedded is a podcast that takes the time to look beyond the headlines. How how did this happen? How did we get here? With original documentary storytelling. Listen to NPR's Embedded wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.